0: It's the first ever After the AM Show with Adam and Allison. And on this inaugural episode, we talk about what we've been up to since we were on the air together in Panama City. We talk a little bit about our new job in Jackson, Mississippi, and also a 100-year-old man going to a strip club. It is After the AM Show with Adam and Allison This is our new podcast that we're going to start doing uh, What do you think, once a week or so?
1: Yeah, once a week for now That seems like enough of the on-taking
0: uh, On-taking? Yeah,
1: I think I just made up a word <laughs> I think
0: you did too uh, Well, it is Monday morning, January 2nd, 2023 When do you think this will be uploaded? Today? Later? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's my goal. Like, if you're hearing it later, sorry. Yeah.
0: (laughs) What are you going to do? I did my best. (laughs) But, I mean, probably people aren't going to listen to it right away. Um, Well, maybe they will. I don't know. Uh, But if you haven't heard from us in a while, we're Adam and Allison. We started doing a morning show together five years ago in Panama City Beach, and I feel like... I feel like at least at first for this podcast, that is where most of our listeners are going to come from, just yeah. because I, that that's still where we get our most Facebook interaction, at least on the Adam and Allison Facebook page from from people who listen to us on the stations that we were on in Panama City Beach. And then we went away for a while, like <laughs> A while over two and a half years we weren't on the air we didn't really do anything for a while there i was doing some commercials for certain clients in panama city beach i haven't done any of those but i'm still open to it i would still love to do those
1: <laughs> accepting applications
0: absolutely if you would like to uh hear my voice reading your commercial in panama city beach i'm available
1: do your best commercial voice Ah, uh, this is it oh okay <laughs> this is yep. all you get <laughs> this,
0: this is the voice that you'll get uh, but I, I figured to start out this new venture that we're on, we should just kind of explain what we've been doing for the past two and a half years. I think um, your last two and a half years has been minorly more exciting than mine.
1: Uh-huh know that it's been minorly more exciting i just had more jobs than you did (laughs) like i was i unlike you was so ready to get back to work and then instantly regretted it like during the pandemic i was just driving myself nuts being stuck at home and i was like somebody get me a job yeah and so i just became like a little receptionist at a spa and i instantly was like why did i do this
0: yeah, I didn't do that right away. So you became a receptionist at a spa. How long were you there for?
1: Uh, only a couple months because, like I said, I like instantly regretted it. And truthfully, I needed a full-time job. I didn't want a part-time position. That's all that was available there. Then I started working at a call center as a customer service representative for about a year. And uh, that was tough. Yeah. It was tough getting screened at by people constantly, all day, every day. Um, but you know, it wasn't bad because it was like, it was a stay at home position. So I wasn't worried about like, if there was going to be another lockdown or, you know, what was going to happen. I knew I would have a job. I knew I would have income. So I'm really grateful for that. And then I got a marketing job and I just assumed that that would be my future. And it was really boring and very officey and like, you know, you got to play by the rules of corporate America and... I'm so glad to be back in radio. Like, I'm not making as much money, which isn't as nice. But it's it's so worth it. It's yeah. like beyond worth it.
0: So my two and a half years were a little bit different. Um, I uh, I didn't get a job for a long, long time. Well, OK, back up. <laughs> Our last day on the air in Panama City was January 10th, 2020. So if you think back to what 2020 was all about, in the beginning of January, the pandemic hadn't really happened yet. So I sort of figured that you and I would both get a radio job together to continue the morning show relatively quickly after we left our last station. And then, uh, you know, a month went by and a couple nibbles here and there and didn't get anything. But then there was an opportunity that I thought was looking really good. And then right after we started talking to those people, it was in Indiana, South Bend, Indiana. We were almost Notre Dame fans Uh, (laughs) right after that happened. The lockdown kind of took place. I'll I'll never forget the the night that the NBA announced that they were suspending their season indefinitely. It was like, whoa, this is like real this, this is, is a
1: big deal yeah this
0: is legit but even after that i had like a 2 hour conversation with the consultant at that station in indiana and uh he was like you know we we would love to get you guys up here to have an interview and meet everybody it was feeling pretty positive and then i think the next week i think that radio station let that consultant go because A lot of people don't think about this. And whenever I tell people like, man, the pandemic really had a negative effect on the radio industry, they're like, oh, how so? I wouldn't think that. Well, radio makes money by people advertising restaurants, car dealership, concerts, that type of stuff. All that stuff. Restaurants were closed. They didn't have money to be spending on advertising. And even if they did, why would they? Because they couldn't get people to come in. So um, radio stations pretty much stopped hiring people there for a little while. So then um, I was like, surely the pandemic can't go longer than two weeks. They told us two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. And that's it. And then two weeks turned into three, turned into four, turned into months and it got to be, I want to say October, and I was like, "Wow, well, I got to figure something else out to do."
1: Yeah, you need you need money.
0: <laughs> but I didn't. And, and the other thing with the pandemic, that was the one like kind of good part about it. They gave you extra unemployment. I was making, I, I was collecting unemployment because I was unemployed through no fault of my own. So I was. You know, cashing in on that. Well, I was making more money from unemployment than I was making in radio in (laughs) Panama City. So I was like, oh, let's just wait this thing out. Surely the pandemic will be wrapped up. Surely radio stations will be hiring again. And nine months go by and that didn't happen. So I was like, well, surely it can't go much longer than nine months. Let me just get a retail job for a month or two until I get back in the radio. So I did that beginning in November. Of 2020, I, I got my retail job, and uh, I kept that for almost two years. A month or two turned into damn near two years, and I mean there were some good parts about that. I I feel like I look very different now.
1: Yeah, you've definitely dropped um qu- quite a bit of weight.
0: Yeah, because I was on my feet all day lifting stuff, putting things down. It sucked. <laughs> but uh, so I did that for like two years. And I remember I made two New Year's resolutions uh, for 2021 into 2022. The first one I didn't do. I wanted to make $10,000 on voiceover from doing commercials and stuff for people in 2022. Didn't make that. I probably made 400, <laughs> 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 which that's a generous. Uh, that's a generous. I, I probably didn't make that much, but uh, so anyway, that was not a goal that I met. But I did. Meet that. I also made a goal to get out of retail by the holiday season of next year. And uh, honestly, I didn't really do anything that that drastic to meet that goal. I figured I would not get that goal either. Um, But uh, I, I just couldn't do another holiday season working in a retail situation because it made me hate. The holidays. And I love the holidays. I love the holiday season. I love the ambiance that surrounds Christmas. It's just a good time. I like it a lot. But I couldn't... I hated it because people were miserable. Everybody was miserable working in retail. And I became one of those people who hated the holidays. And I didn't want to be that for the rest of my life. But I also had no idea what I was going to do next. Like I didn't want, I, I, I didn't want to go into sales. I didn't want to do any of that. So then fast forward to October of 2022. I believe I sent a friend request to somebody who works in radio, was a boss in radio, and they wrote back to me, or they sent me a message that I didn't see for a couple of days asking if I was interested in doing mornings on Y101 in Jackson, Mississippi, and if my partner was available, my co-host was available. And it just so turns out that you were available, I was available. Long story short, a couple phone calls, couple interviews, uh, we get a job, and we're back on the radio. After almost three years of being off the radio, we're back.
1: It's so interesting that you talk about wanting to be before the holiday season, wanting to be out of retail, because it did. It worked out right before the holidays started, like we started here Um, at Y 101 on November 7th,
0: either 7th or 8th. I can't remember which.
1: Yeah. So literally right before Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, like we've gotten to celebrate all that here and you didn't have to do it in retail. The other really amazing part of what happened is we got the official offer letter On October 10th, which for anyone in Panama City is a huge anniversary. That's when Hurricane Michael came and turned many of our lives upside down. So it was really cool that we got to have a really positive major life change happen on that same date, uh, what, four years later? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. A lot of weird things like just timing and dates and everything, because I believe November 7th, of 2017 was whenever you and I met each other, whenever I came down to Florida for the job interview. That was like the day of or the day before we were officially starting the new show. It's just weird how everything kind of works out like that, um, almost like it was meant to be. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a weird. <laughs> yeah.
0: So now here we are, January 2nd, 2023, almost two months into our new show, and I have to say I I don't I don't think I could have imagined this venture going any better. I absolutely love it in Central Mississippi. I love the station we're on. I love the people we work with now. It is like the be, it's the best radio situation I've ever been in in my career. Maybe with the exception of whenever I first started in my hometown, uh and I was working for Clear Channel. Now iHeart uh but I don't, I, and I was incredibly happy there. But I think that that had a lot to do with I was pretty much never really full time in yeah. that building. I was just always a part time little kid. No, they, they, it wasn't that miserable. I, I was getting paid like three hours a day. I was at the station at least ten hours a day every single day, um, and I, I just loved it. But I also didn't have rent to pay. I didn't have bills to worry about. I was living with my parents. So it's amazing how much easier life is. <laughs> Whenever you're, you know, 18 or a 19-year-old kid just kind of going through life living with his parents. So uh, I, I couldn't have imagined that this move would have worked out as well as it seems to be working out so far. It's amazing.
1: I agree. I agree. It's the best situation that I've been in. And I wouldn't have imagined it, but it's almost like it just manifested out of yeah. nowhere. And it, and it is. It's the only situation I would have wanted to come back to. And it is. It's like I created it for my own thinking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It, it, it is. <laughs> I, we talked about it on the show uh, a couple months ago. It's the closest feeling I've ever had to winning the lottery. I feel like that is the best way to describe it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just been it's just been really really cool. Really really fun. Really cool. Uh, the phone's ringing, so I'm distracted. Yeah. Do you think we should take it? Let's see who it is. I yeah. So anyway, where were we before I got distracted? Uh felt like winning the lottery? Yes. Uh okay. So, um yeah, it just feels feels like I I won the lottery and it, it it's an insane feeling because I had accepted that I was never going to work in radio again. And since I was like 12 years old, that was all I wanted to do. I wanted to be in radio, specifically doing a morning show. And I had that for two years, and then it was gone like that, seemingly through no fault of my own. It's just a matter of circumstances that, you know, one thing didn't work. I mean, our station got sold, the first one we were on. Then the catastrophic hurricane, Category 5 hurricane, came through. And we had to go to another station that, you know, wasn't in the best of shape. And it just, it was a rough situation. And I thought I was going to have to figure something else out to do. Yeah. And it's also kind of funny that we never did a podcast or anything. And that was certainly my fault because Mm -hmm. I didn't, it was such a cliche thing for a radio guy to get fired and then start a podcast that I didn't want to be that guy. So it was, I, I, I wanted, at first, I wanted to get back on the radio, and then whenever that wasn't going to happen, I figured we didn't really have any listeners left because it had been so long since we'd been on the radio. Little did I know, now, fast forward almost two and a half years, we still have somewhat, not a massive following or anything like that, I don't want to oversell it, but we still do have people who listen To us back in Panama City, who stream our new show every single day online at Y101.com.
1: It is a huge honor, and I don't mean to kind of derail here, but you brought up um, the point of how like your mindset has maybe changed a little bit, how back when... The show ended and we were off. You were like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be judged for being another radio guy who has a podcast. I feel like I've let go of a lot of um, thinking like that as well. And I feel like it happened when I turned 30. Like, do you feel like that? Do you feel like leaving your 20s and entering your 30s, you've let go of like, you cannot live your life worrying about what everyone's going to think because then you're never going to do anything for
0: yourself. Mm maybe uh i still worry quite a bit about what people think to be honest that
1: go yeah
0: i mean i'm sure but easier said than done
1: of course it is but at the same time like when you do you're and i'm not saying i'm perfect at it by any means but i definitely am getting better at it every day i feel like Mm -hmm. and it's made me happier because it's like i'm finally living my life for me
0: it was uh No, I definitely still worry about what people think about Just not
1: this issue. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And now it feels like, well, I do have a show, so I'm doing a podcast just as kind of an extension of the show. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like I'll be as judged for that if only five people listen to this thing. You know,
1: man, you can't worry about that stuff.
0: It's a work in progress. (laughs) But back to, you know, work in retail. I was not good at that job. I was not a good retail worker because I hated it. Like the, I feel like the only thing I brought to the table was I refused to call off. I refused to not show up to work. I figured that that was, and honestly, that was a hell of a lot more than most people I worked with could say. Like people were, it, it, people did not always show up to work. But whenever I was there, like I didn't care. I, I just didn't care about the job. I didn't care if. My sales in my department were good or bad or anything like that. I couldn't make myself care what the stupid yogurt looked like on the (laughs) shelf. Like, who cares if it faces forward? I don't. So, and I felt like for me to be good at a job, I had to find something that I like cared about again. Yeah, and I couldn't find anything that I cared about. So it was it was a tough. It was very hard. It was if you've ever like had your dream and then didn't have your dream, I'm sure you know exactly what we're talking about and just how hard it is to bring yourself to go to work every day. It's a bummer.
1: It's not just hard to bring yourself to go. It's a hard thing to recover from. Yeah. And it's something that it's like it sounds so silly when you talk about it. Yeah. But when you experience it, it is really like I experienced it before. Um, so I originally, whenever I first started going to college, I went for fashion design. And that's like all growing up whenever people ask. I was not one of those kids who didn't know what I wanted to be. I wanted to be in fashion. And I had a professor who like the first year was like, some of you are going to realize the things that you love should just be a hobby and not your job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I learned that for myself really quickly. And it was soul crushing to yeah. have that. And and it, again, like you said, like you've thought about it your whole life, your whole childhood, and it gets ripped away from you. And then it feels like a piece of your identity is gone.
0: That is such a good point that because that I, this is going to make me sound real lame, but um, <laughs> I've always kind of felt like the only like cool, interesting thing about myself is what I do for a living. I think that it's cool and unique that I'm on the radio. I like telling people about my job because I feel like it's different. Like, not many people host a morning show. Not many people are on the radio. So it's something to kind of talk about. And then, like, it's not that cool telling people that you're the dairy manager at a store.
1: But that's in most people's lives. I know it's like I said it's it sounds so silly when you talk about it but anyone who's had it, and I think everyone's had it happen in some kind of way there was something that you have been dreaming about for a long time and you were either this close to having it or you had it for a little while and then it got ripped away from you it's such a hard like thing to grieve because nobody really gives you permission to grieve it mm-hmm. and then I mean I'm I'm happy for you that you get to be back and I'm happy that you had that time because I do think going through that shapes you in a way to be able to kind of evolve and let go and be better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that working in retail did for me was I met people and I made really good friends with the people that I work. I I feel like I had to, like I couldn't have done that job unless I had some close friends. And you know, you get to know people who are from different backgrounds than you. Like all my best friends are people I worked with in radio. Everybody pretty much had a similar story, similar background. But then whenever you hear from some other people's backgrounds who maybe didn't have the same kind of childhood that I had. And it's like, well, damn, like, I can't, I'm having a hard time not being on the radio anymore. I can't imagine what it was like to, you know, not have the amazing childhood that I had or or something like that. That was eye-opening too. So I think that that certainly changed my perspective on a lot of things. Like it, it made me, it made me think, well, at least I could be grateful for the 10 years I did get to have living my dream. And so I don't get to do it now. I need to find a new dream. But turns out, no, I didn't need to find a new dream. <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I think we, you think you have anything to add to that, or does that uh, pretty much wrap up that uh, end of the conversation? Should we move on to something else?
1: Yeah, I'd say we we've talked about ourselves for long enough. People are probably... <laughs>
0: Well, person is probably bored. Yeah. <laughs> one person. Uh, let, let's just get to one story. I've been meaning to get to this on the air, and I just, I, I don't know. I, I We're still too too new a little bit to be talking about strip clubs on the radio. <laughs> but, man, it's been a long time since I've been to a strip club. I used to work at a strip club uh, through the radio station. I would do appearances, and I loved it. I'm sure you did. It was oh. It was the prime of my career. <laughs> Um, but, uh, this guy, Jack Poma celebrated his hundredth birthday. Wow. A few months ago, this happened and his daughter decided to take him to a strip club to celebrate. Could you imagine, could you imagine taking like a family member, like an older family member to a strip club to celebrate their birthday?
1: No. And yes. I mean, I think this has to like, if she, if her dad is a hundred, she's got to be older as well at least in
0: her 70s i would think
1: at possibly 80s yeah possibly so at that point like who cares like at that point you should be done like we were talking about earlier you should be done with having people judge you like you don't care and if you don't care then take your dad to the strip club mm.
0: uh the dancers were awestruck that jack's daughter would take him into the club but he says or she says her dad only gets one life so he should enjoy it while he can sounds like it's a two-way street Apparently, the dancers adored Jack, with one feeding him pepper pasta (laughs) and the others brought him birthday cake. Aww. So, uh, good for Jack getting to go to the strip club.
1: It's so classic of stories like this, too, or at least, like, what I think people in their hundreds want because any time you see a news story about, you know, so-and-so has made it to their 100th and something birthday and they ask, what's your secret? They always have, like, the most inappropriate thing, like, you need to drink beer every day. Like, that's not, but I mean, like, like, things that they truly enjoy, like going to the strip club or, you know, it's always something like that that they say is, like, the key to having a long life and it's like yeah i mean you need to bring a little joy into your life somehow
0: oh <laughs> uh, it kind of reminds me and maybe this is a good spot to end it so we can tease to the next podcast okay do you remember that video i'm sure i've played it for you i mean we've known each other for 5 years now and this is one of my favorite videos of all time but a lady was turning 100
1: i know exactly what you're going to say <laughs>
0: And a reporter went out to interview her and just started asking her questions. And all she could talk about, pardon the language, all she could talk about was dicks. That's all she wanted to talk about.
1: And wasn't she like hitting on the news anchor and like trying to... It,
0: (laughs) It is, oh my God, the funniest thing. she
1: sounded like a Doja Cat song.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I I mean, I don't know if that lady is is still with us or not. That video is probably from seven or eight years ago. So, I mean, if she made it another hundred, eight years or so, good for her. But... Man, oh, man, it's so uncomfortable. And her daughter can't. is so embarrassed. The grandkids are there hearing <laughs> granny talking about dicks. It's the funniest thing. But, I mean,
1: that's it. Once you get to that age, you don't care what anybody thinks.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, man. All right. It is, what are we calling this thing again? Hang on. Written down. After the AM show with Adam and Allison, that wraps it up for this we will record another one of these on Monday, I think. And okay. uh, yeah, does that work for you? Do, yeah. you have, do you have anything that you'd like to add?
1: No, just uh, I'm excited to start this new venture. And um, it, oh, yeah, uh, I mean, I think we mentioned it earlier, but January 2nd, it's five years since we started the show in Panama City. Yep. What a great day to kick off the podcast. Yeah.
0: All right, we'll talk to you again next week and or possibly tomorrow on uh, Y101. If you listen to Y101 or you're able to stream at Y101.com, we would appreciate that too. Uh, talk to you later.